Alrighty, this is Tyler, and this is a uh, interview with a grand geek, and I have a really awesome grand geek here, uh, Mr. Tofu Waifu or Cristobal. <laughs> what uh, is up, everybody? Uh, Chris, uh, sorry, not Chris, sorry. Um, no, Chris works. Oh, it does work. Okay. Uh, yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. And uh, Chris is also known as Tofu Waifu of uh, Tofu Waifu Photography on on Instagram, Tofu Waifu Gaming on Twitch, and also Tofu Waifu Productions on YouTube. How are you today, sir? I am not bad, man. Given given consideration with what's going on in the world, I'm not bad right now. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. Um, so with you, you do a lot of stuff, kind of like me. And this quarantine is one thing, it kind of sucks, I guess, socially, but in retrospect, for, like, being a content creator, this is kind of like gold for you, right? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, so, part of it is gold, part of it is tough, because photography is one of the big three that you just mentioned. Yeah. So, it's like, being able to go outside and do photo shoots isn't happening right now, which kind of downer, but then it motivated me, like... I've been telling myself I want to learn Photoshop like really, really well, like sit down, learn how to make composites, things like that. But I always kept putting it off and I was like, I'm going to go do another shoot and do it. So like now that I can't actually go out and shoot, there's a thing on Adobe, uh, they have their daily creative challenges. If you have like a subscription to the creative cloud or whatever, you can like engage in them. And every day is a new challenge. Every day is also a lesson because whatever the challenge is, they teach you how to do it step by step. So I'm learning Photoshop and I'm just like, I'm going to go back to old cosplay photos I have and try and do really cool edits to them. Maybe make comic book covers, movie posters, crazy composites. So it's made me get creative and how I can still sort of contribute to that specific craft, even though I can't leave the house. That's amazing. Um, yeah. yeah. So with your photography, I mean, you mostly focus on cosplay photography. Um, how did you kind of get into that? Because I, from what you've told me, you kind of just did it for fun, and then now, like, your your stuff is good, and, like, now memes. <laughs> I appreciate that. So, uh, <laughs> with photography, so cosplay is definitely a big thing I focus on at the moment. I started actually doing it because I was burnt out. I was doing a lot of, like, video footage and things like that at conventions. That's all I was doing. I was trying to cosplay, and I hit this, like, weird creative burnout where it's like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I don't know why I'm doing this. I kind of hate it a little bit. And I was just like, I should try something new. I should still be creative. I shouldn't just sit and stop and everything. So it's like photography's interested me for a while. Yeah. A lot of people at conventions, you know, that's a good place to practice because there's plenty of people to take pictures. I was like, why don't I do it? I'll pick up a camera. I'll still go to conventions and I'll do something with it. And that's pretty much like uh january was the first full year and pretty much every month i was at a con just taking pictures grinding it out learning things and the fun thing about it is is i'm moving like i'm still doing cosplay but like that's not 100 percent the focus that i'm working on right now and it's kind of cool yeah because i spent all this time practicing with cosplay learning the techniques learning how to set my camera settings up and things like that now moving on to other subjects i'm really excited because i'm like hey i have the basics down thanks to taking pictures for a year at conventions for fun now i'm taking pictures i'm doing headshots i'm doing basic portraits i'm trying to do fashion i'm trying to go back to you know like all sorts of crazy shit and some of it actually is now paid work which is rad and then some of it is still just for fun and it was cool like yeah. just picking up a random thing to break me out of a creative rut really got me into like something that's like i love it like i feel weird if i don't have a camera like once again i feel weird right now that i'm not going outside or doing any sort of photo shoots <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I'm right there with you. 
Um, yeah, and I guess w- for anybody that's getting into cosplay photography, what is like the number one um, thing that you would you know suggest or you know give them advice for? Hmm. So one thing I will say is your camera is important to an extent. Like you definitely want to try and invest something, but you don't need to get like the top, top of the line. Like a lot of people when they're first starting photography, they think the gear is what really, really matters. They'll go buy like a thousand dollar camera. They'll buy like a two, three hundred dollar lens and stuff to get started. And a lot of people like it's gear and equipment. They think that they need something really fancy. And some people don't start just because they're like, yeah, I can't afford the type of gear. So it's like, I started with a Canon Rebel T6i, which is a really basic entry-level camera. Yeah. I got it on sale for like $400, like not that bad of a price. And it's what I've been taking pictures with for a while. And because I took the time to really learn my settings and learn like how to work with environments with lighting, like a lot of the stuff I take people think is done on like a fancier lens, a fancier camera body, like way, way crazier equipment. And I tell everybody, it's like if you have a tool – like, you know, I have the basic one, learn the settings first and foremost, like that's yeah. the most important thing. Cause if you have a thousand dollar camera and you still don't know how to use your settings, it's going to look like something taken on like a cheap cell phone. Yeah. So if you learn your settings, first of all, that like super duper puts you ahead of the game and understanding you can learn one setting at a time, learn how to use your exposure, your ISO, your, uh, aperture, all of those. Once you get your settings down, that's really, really going to help out big time. So don't let having to need fancy equipment stop you. Yeah. Like definitely like whatever you can afford at the time, get it, get into it and just start practicing and just find what you like to take pictures of, like try all sorts of different things and see what you like and what you don't like. Some people hate taking pictures of other individuals, be it costume, fashion, whatever, but they love to do landscapes. So if that's your thing, go out, shoot a bunch of cool environments, just whatever you like and enjoy or whatever might interest you, go try it and do it because you're going to get your practice in now. You're going to learn, once again, ways to adjust your settings, how to work with lighting. There's yeah. all sorts of basic techniques. Once you finish that, like I highly recommend like the program you use to edit your pictures. It's very important. Like I use uh, Lightroom and Photoshop, and part of the other like 50% of it, so like the camera gear and how you use your settings is part of it. So learning how to use your program as well can really add an extra level to your photography and how it looks and how yeah. it's styled. Like a lot of people, like one of the things that always sounds like, yeah, you have a really neat like aesthetic and it's always such a cool compliment to get. Cause I like to sit in Lightroom and I'm tweaking the different sliders to give it a specific <laughs> vibe and style. So that's another way you can make your pictures look super good with just basic like tips right there. And then after that, just like, it's just practice, you know, learn your settings, learn your program, keep going with that and then find whatever subjects you want. And eventually you get a good base where you can consider, Hey, let me upgrade for this. Let me do that. Let me just do it. But just get into it. Just do it. Just get excited. That's the best thing. Like don't let your equipment stop you. Take your time to learn everything and you'll enjoy it. I love it. That's awesome, man. And, um, yeah, like that's, that's, that's great advice and your, your work is phenomenal. And, uh, congratulations on, on your one, uh, on your one picture that is like, I see it everywhere. The one with um from Demon Slayer. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, the buff Nezuko. You know that's on Re- like it was on Reddit. I wish I I, yeah. wish I I wish I had the link. But yeah, well done, sir. Like honestly, somebody shared the meme with me. It was wild. I was like, wow, the second internet meme that I've ever had go crazy like this. I would I, I would honestly like love to either be a meme or to create a meme that went viral. But I don't think either one of them are going to happen. So well <laughs> done, sir. So much respect. Um, <laughs> And so, uh, but 
that's not all you do. And yes, it does really suck that, you know, we don't have our conventions. Like, you know, it, it sucks for us. It sucks for so many people. But oh, uh, yeah. but you do get to do your own video show. And um, your Tofu Waifu Productions, I, I really yes. like the YouTube videos. And you you talk about deep subjects. You talk about, you know, very personable, personal things. And uh, and you also you also are personable. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. But um, how how did you really get into that? How are you finding your um, your voice really on on doing these on doing these videos? Because you can have an aesthetic and you can have a style with your photos, but again, the photos always are about the subjects mostly for you know and about the style. And everything you know comes kind of like. You know, it's it is it is your picture, but but again, it's kind of like a lot of things where you are a director, where it's just kind of like yeah. you're you're doing everything, but the actors are going to get you know all the credit. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but in your own YouTube channel, though, it is all you. How are you? So how are you doing this and creating a voice and a and a look for you? So with uh, so with YouTube, right? I got a few different things that go on, on the channel. Right now, I have a podcast that we upload every week through that one it's like a video audio podcast that that one's a lot of fun i film it with my friend kyle we've been doing sessions through skype and we just pick a topic and we just break it down and a lot of it has been mental health focused but like we had an episode where we just talked about bruce lee for like an hour straight like his philosophies his ideas in life that sort of thing uh just last week we did a survival guide like things you can do to kill the time while you're in a quarantine right now and it was a lot of fun and we just like we pick topics that we're passionate about and we just talk about them and we have fun with it and we try to be our most raw authentic self that sort of am i i should ask right now am i allowed to cuss on here if absolutely not, this is all for you absolutely okay so like we were talking about uh we're talking about mental health anime representation mental health and I always like preach about Neon Genesis Evangelion. I was like, it's one of the greatest animes of all time. It's got great, you know, little subjects on mental health when you really take the time to look at it. And we're having some serious conversation, having fun. And then we start talking about Misato. And we're like, yeah, you know, Misato is like a great example of how people cope in the modern world by just drinking and fucking. And we were just like laughing. You know, we pitched that idea. We're sitting there injecting fun into it, doing moments like that. But then we're also taking the time to get serious and give tips and give help. So, I feel like it's a good experience. You get to be your authentic self. You talk about a topic that you're passionate about and there's somebody out there listening to it that's being inspired or, you know, learning how to get through something, deal with something just by hearing a couple two dudes just ramble on and talk about stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, podcast is a lot of fun on my YouTube channel. The other thing that I was doing, but unfortunately that's pause, starting this uh, beginning of this year, I was trying to make uh, vlogs. And also going back to cosplay music videos, but I really like that retro VHS style of things. Like it's kind of like a VHS, like a retro wave, yeah. vaporwave type aesthetic. And I started doing, I was like, what if I film my vlogs and kind of throw that style on it? What if I do cosplay music videos and I use that specific style into it? And that was like a lot of fun because it's, I did video first, then I went to photography, but doing a lot of work in photography kind of helped open my eyes to seeing things in a different style with video. Absolutely. So I'm getting yeah. to experiment and inject the stuff that I learned from photography into video. And it's fun playing with that aesthetic. Like I said, it's a, it's a really cool way to sort of express myself because like, I love the aesthetic. I feel like that's me. That's my energy right there. And I'm presenting it creatively. So that's a big focus I was trying to do. But because of uh, circumstances, can't go to cons, can't go out and vlog. Yeah. So just reworking like 
I have some small ideas of like maybe trying to film like one person short films out in like my house to make them like funny. Be like, how can I make a film that's stuck inside my house, but also starring one person? So it's getting gears cranking in my brain. And outside of that, it's having me like brainstorm, like, what do I want to do in the future with videos? And I do a lot of, once again, cosplay convention related stuff and a lot of stuff that's not as serious. Yeah. And I like it and I'm definitely finding ways to make creative, like comedic sessions, things like that. Like a while back, it was two years ago, three years ago. I think it's three years now. I had a video go like extremely viral. It's the band of the Spideys. It's the Spider-Man running around and the lion flailing. Yeah, that's a great forth. video. I forgot yeah. that was yours. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it's still weird thinking about it. Like it's a video. I think last time I checked, it's like 3.3 million views. I'm like, I've created something that 3 million people have watched. Like, that's just, that's friggin' wild. Like, there's been <laughs> three million different people that have watched this video, and everybody's, like, going crazy over it. And I was, do, I was doing a lot of content like that, which I still, I still like. I still think it's fun, and it's something that I enjoy. But now as I'm, like, progressing, like, I want to start, like, I have a couple scripts written. I want to start doing short films. I want to start doing things that kind of steer away from the cosplay and the convention stuff while still doing those because they're fun. I get to do something different, but it's like... Yeah that's where I started that helped me learn a lot of things grow in a specific way. And now that I have this audience, I'm like, I want to create stuff that's a bit more authentic to me. That's why I got back into vlogging. Cause it's like, I can do that retro wave style. And that's why I'm like, I want to do short films because I have stories that I want to tell. And I really would think it's, it's a great process to like sit there with like a few of your friends and you have a script written and you're setting up a scene and you're doing something that, it's a bit longer of a process. Like you go to a convention and you film a video, be it a vlog, a sketch, whatever you have your day at the convention, you get it done in probably like an hour or two, sometimes even shorter. You go home, it takes maybe a day to edit and it's done. Whereas like a short film, depending on like how long the script is and how many people you have there, it could turn into a thing that's like a weekend long or three days long. If there's a big process to shooting it. And then once that's done, the next step is editing it. And that's going to be a process that that's not going to take you like a couple hours in your day. You want to sit there with, take the time, refine it, have good cuts, good transitions and yeah. things like that. And I like the process. Just thinking about doing all of those steps working like that gets me really excited. And like, you know, I always tell myself, like, I don't hate cosplay videos. I like doing them, but the process is very different and very yeah. like copy paste and very like, it's quick. It's easy. It's work and it's not bad. It's entertaining, but it's just different. Whereas like, yeah, this really gives you a it's, free range. It's, it's a lot of fun. It, it's, it's something that you, you do care about, but the thing is, is that like, it's not something you're passionate about maybe because like yeah. passionate about is like your message and kind of like selling yourself. And that's what kind of yeah. what YouTube is. And so I completely yeah. understand that. Um, yeah. like, I mean, we, we used to do our own, um, you know, when we were so focused on videos where now the only videos that we post are, uh, let's plays now. Or un yeah. or unnecessary debates, our panel. Uh, those are the only things that are, that go up on our YouTube now. And yeah. we, we used to do our cosplay uh, music videos. And yeah, it's it is it's like it's fun. It's fun shooting. It's fun uh, talking with the people. But then once you get home and you start working on, it, you're just like, oh man, this, <laughs> this is not the fun part. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is not the yes, most fun. You feel me. Um. So yeah, no, I I. I yeah, our our video editor uh, Eric, you know who you know is just every time he was just like, man, this is, yeah, <laughs> this is this is not the same. Um, so <laughs> I definitely feel definitely feel that. Um, but yeah, man, like 
your content's great. I'm looking at it. Sorry I, if you heard that noise. I was no, going, no, to, going to your your uh, your YouTube and just scrolling down. I mean, you have an, you have amazing views, amazing content, and like it's 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 phenomenal. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm so like I'm so happy that you're still doing this stuff and you're still like you're talking about the things that you're talking about. And um, you know, which is like now, like you know, again, you talking about um, branding yourself. You you're so big on uh, what's going on with you personally and things that you know and experience, uh, as as well as offering cosplay music videos, you know, and yeah. things that uplift people and really help people celebrate geek culture. Um, and so, with the you are very very near and dear to talking about mental health. That that is a very big part of who Tofu Waifu is with your panels, yes. with your podcasts, with uh, multiple things. Um, what got you really to want to open up about it? That's always a good question. <laughs> Honestly, do you get asked that all the time? Like, why do you talk about this? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I like gotten it before. People, like, there's been a couple people ask me, so like, why you know, why a podcast? Why panels? Why? I think with me because it was I got an official diagnosis. I think it's been four years now uh, oh, wow. of bipolar, and then last year I got diagnosed with ADHD. Hold on, my cat. <laughs> I know. My I heard cat. that. <laughs> my cat. She's like, part of me wants to sit on you. Part of me wants to sit on the table. That's okay, adorable. She's going to sit on the table. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so, yeah, people ask me to talk about mental health, that sort of thing. And so four years ago, I got diagnosed with bipolar. And then it was uh, last year that I got diagnosed with ADHD. And the reason why I finally got proper diagnosis were because I started to talk about it, because I started to speak up about it. Like, I remember a while back, like it was a year before I got the actual bipolar diagnosis. And one of my friends was like, hey, like, I see a lot of what you post, a lot of what you talk about. And like, he talks to me like almost every day. So he's just like, I noticed like your vibe with the way you like one day you seem like you're really depressed. The next day you seem really like hyped on life, this and that. He's like, have you ever like talked about, you know, possibly being diagnosed with bipolar? I was like, I don't know, but... I'll try and like bring it up my therapist. And at the time too, when I was going to my therapist, I was kind of still like hesitant to tell her like what, what I was really experiencing, what was yeah. really going on, that sort of thing. And eventually I started realizing, I was like, I got to talk about this in some way, shape or form. And I started to talk about it with my friends a little bit. I started to feel more comfortable bringing it up to my therapist. And like, just every time I would talk about it, I would just get more clarity and learn more about it. And eventually like, at the time, like we were living, like I still like that, but I feel like it's gotten better. Like people were just like, "Yeah, don't talk about your problems on Facebook. Don't talk about your problems like this and that." And like you know, nobody wants to hear it. Nobody wants to see it. And eventually, one day, I was just like, "You know what? I'm just gonna start to open up about yeah. these things. Like you know, fuck it. Like I don't care what people think. Like I'm just gonna feel better for what I do." And I started to talk about the days where I was just like yeah, today's been rough. Like I just, I couldn't get up out of bed in the morning. I didn't want to work out. Just like some days it was basic things. And other days I'm just like, yeah, I had a full blown panic attack and just had to lay on the floor and listen to music and things like that. So I just started talking about it. And I noticed like the more people were like seeing it, I was like, Oh wow. Like this is really what's going on. And these are the things he's experiencing. And some of these things, like I can relate to that. Like I've been feeling about that specific way. Like I've had days where I feel depressed and this and that. And like I have people come to me and they just be like, yeah, you know, 
hearing what you said, like what you're dealing with, it kind of got me thinking about it. And I decided to like talk to my therapist and suddenly like people are making positive progress. And like, I noticed the more I started to talk about it, the more I started to talk about it with others and that sort of thing. Like a lot of my other friends were starting to be like, wow, like this isn't necessarily like a bad topic. This is something we can discuss. We can share with others and not necessarily be judged and you know, prior to all of this, I used to be like Mr. Over-Optimistic. Like I'd only post positive things. I'd only talk about the good things going on in my life. And if I had like a rough day, I would just disappear off the world. But I was like, no, like people need to see like the real, like what's actually like going on and shit. Because for every good story you have out there, there's a day where it's just as bad and just the opposite. And you know, social media lets you paint the picture you want to paint. So a lot of people think everybody has a perfect life when they see the good stuff. So with me, I'm just like, yeah, you know, I just had this good thing happen to me, but I also am having trouble functioning today because I have no attention span and can't sit still. So people are just like, oh, like that's part of life. Like it's not, it's not perfection. It's not every day I'm doing really well. Every day is optimistic. Like, no, Monday was really good for me, but Tuesday is complete garbage. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just talking about it made me realize like it's it's, it's part of life. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's just it make it makes it feel like a bit normal because I feel like anything in life, not just mental health, if there's like a stigma around it and you can't really like speak about it, you feel like something's wrong with it. You know, like growing up, like talking about like sexual topics was yeah. like a taboo. Like people were like, oh no, you can't really talk about that that sort of thing. And now like. I'm on my Facebook posting like BDSM memes and stupid things like that. And so they were just like, Oh, it's really not a big deal. It's a part of life. Like sex is a thing. And there's jokes, there's people into these things like, Hey, it's cool. We can talk about it. Like suddenly you don't have that guilt behind it. It's like mental health the same way when you're just like, Oh wow. Like some memes are extreme. I'm not going to lie. Some memes I'm like, are you okay? That one's a little dark, but like when you can post memes about it and joke around about it and actually like have a normal conversation, suddenly it doesn't feel scary it doesn't taboo feel taboo or anything yeah yeah exactly oh i, I love that um god yeah and, and i love being on your panel so always thank you so much for always including me on the panel and yeah, i was uh, happy to have you on that panel <laughs> thank you that's awesome that's really good to hear um and uh man so we have you have a really awesome growing youtube channel and uh, all that all the information all the links will be uh in the article on the website for this episode and um, you, you have your YouTube channel, you have your photography, and you also have been doing some Twitch streaming, just like me. And so, what what are your experiences on doing things live? Uh, how do you how do you differentiate doing something on Twitch than what you would do or act uh, on YouTube? Hmm. Honestly, it's not too hard of a transition. Like I was doing a live show last year on Facebook. I know that feel it's currently on hiatus, but hoping for having it back. But like I had a live audience with that and I was talking and it wasn't like, it wasn't too different of an adjustment. Like I always talk on pre-recorded podcasts. I always have like speeches sometimes that I'll upload to YouTube and like vlogging, you're talking to the camera. So for some reason, like even with it being live, it wasn't that weird of a transition. I'm just like, Hey, like I'm kind of just doing what I already do. But, you know, there's just a live audience that can actually react to it right away and respond to it right away. So I kind of like it a little bit more, too, because it's just like it's like instant. Like you're talking about like you're playing a game 
you have a moment where like something ridiculous happens and you laugh about it. And like, if you're watching a let's play, like people that are watching it, they're just like, Oh wow, that was a funny moment. But like when it happens on Twitch, you have like two people in your channel that just saw it happen and they're laughing about it too. And they're engaging you and giving you a good time. And it's just like a moment that would happen in the game that normally you get a chuckle out of suddenly you spark a conversation with a few different people. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah, I, I think, oh, man. So, yeah, so I guess I don't have that much. I haven't really done that much live stuff. Uh, like I did some Facebook stuff, and then I transitioned over to Twitch because Facebook's the worst. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, you're okay. I have a Facebook gaming channel too, and there's a reason why I don't use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just got to a point where like Facebook to me is just like kind of dead as a company and a platform. Like it's just. I can't get political. Um, <laughs> but um, no, man, are you streaming things uh, with, with your photography or is it just going to be just gaming and kind of just you? Well, what do you... So originally I got into it with uh, gaming purposes. Like I was just... Uh, at the time when I first created the channel, I was cosplaying a lot and did the handle Vegan Spider-Man. So it was like Vegan Spidey was the channel. And I was going to try and focus cosplay, but a lot of gaming. Yeah. And then when I stepped away from that and started doing other things, I stepped away from Twitch and I was just like, hey, I feel like maybe I should go back to it now. Yeah. Because I started playing a lot of games. And I was like, maybe I can play these games while other people are watching. And that might be kind of cool, something different to try out. And I did it on and off for a bit just because I wasn't, I was going through like different things in life. So like I have like more photography work to do. So I wouldn't be able to do like dedicated schedules. And I was dating someone at the time. So it's like, I'm going out with them. I don't have time. But eventually, like it was sometime last year, where I was just like, you know what? I really feel like I should take this seriously and do it. So I started doing it consistently and it was gaming. Like gaming yeah, was yeah. like, that's the hundred percent focus. I'm getting into gaming a lot. My schedule is like freed up now. Let me just do it. And as I started to see the platform, like there's a lot of other people out there doing different things and stuff. I was like, Hey, there's like maybe more I can do with this. And I've noticed there are streamers that are doing photography on there. So part of me is just like, Hey, maybe I can yeah. stream some of my like editing sessions. Like I think that would be cool. And maybe some days I can promoting just... your own brand sit yeah and that makes some some days i can just sit and talk to the audience and find like a funny relevant topic or just whatever like yeah i thought about it too like thinking about doing somehow maybe doing a gaming session where we're talking about mental health in the process or just having like a little extension of like mental health like for me twitch yeah. is like it was originally like there's everybody so much did you it can do gaming. with it yeah. yeah now there's so much more that you can do with it and i feel like the focus of my channel eventually is going to be just like an extension of like me. So you're going to get gaming obviously, yeah. then I'll share photography and maybe I'll talk about a YouTube video I just shot or just chat with people. Like, absolutely, it's just like, it's just like me, like Twitch is not me gaming. It's like an extension of me. If that makes any sort of sense. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I, it makes total sense. I, I feel like with me, because of all of our platforms, like, because we do Twitch, uh, you know, the Let's Plays on YouTube, because my, my persona on the Let's Plays are completely different from when I'm on Twitch. Um, yeah. I, it, it's just different. It's different when you're live because you want to, you want to talk more. Um, no, I'm sorry. You, because your attention is somewhere else where you're doing a let's play. It's whoever you're playing with. Cause I don't do them alone. I don't do alone let's plays because I, I don't know why anybody would listen to that. So I have two <laughs> friends over or we have, uh, like Kevin and Martin are pretty much like my, my co-hosts on it. Like my, my reoccurring co-hosts on it. And so yeah. it, it's about our conversation and also making fun of the game or talking about the game sometimes but that's that's what the focus is on is is about us talking to us when you're streaming 
it's all about the audience. You have to engage with them, and yeah. that's, and that's a lot of people. I've I've had uh, there's I have three reoccurring people: Kitty Kels, uh, Shupaloop, and uh, uh, Sunset Jessa Jade, who I've never met before, and they follow me and they watch every single one of my streams, and we talk, and I, and I talk to them. I'm like. What do you guys look for for Twitch streamers? Like, what can I do better and stuff like that? And everybody says I'm doing fine, but they're like, just just talk to your audience and talk to us, you know, directly. Yeah. And, you know, keep up with us and you know check on us. And I was like, absolutely. And so like I'll ask them. I'm like, you guys bored of this game? Should I switch it up? Should I do something else? Like, what do you guys think? And like, and so it, it's it's crazy. And so um, yeah, man. Like with Twitch, it, it's a whole beast. And then with we have seven different podcasts where I'm on three of them. And, you know, I'm different on every single show and we have some more stuff coming up. And then on panels, I'm, you know, I'm the moderator. So I don't, I try not to be the the focus at all. And yeah, I I feel you. Everything has, you have to be different in completely different scenarios. And uh, honestly, like just, they're all just different platforms. And you just, one thing, one thing can, you can cross promote. Like I was thinking, you know, like with you doing that, the the Adobe challenge thing, like that would be a cool stream where you do one and then you could have like a friend or somebody else um, via Skype do it. And then you can have like a screen share and have their, and basically you can do a whole thing like who can do it faster or who can do it better. Anyways, whenever, whenever we talk, I never ever like come up with other like things or talk about platforms or even talk about ideas, but whenever you and I, you're just so easy to talk to and like, and and I want you to grow. And then like, I don't know. It's weird. It's like my creative brain just keeps going. Like this guy goes wild with you. So you're, 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 you're pretty amazing, man. I, 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 I'm so happy we got to meet and, uh, like on the show, I know it's on hiatus and I hope it comes back very soon. I had a blast on your show. Um, you know, um, I know those feels and uh, all your other yeah, stuff yeah. is phenomenal. So um, I don't really have any more questions. I think you're phenomenal. Um, I'm proud of you. And uh, I just want success for you. And that's, that's pretty you, much man. really all I have left, left to say. I think you're fascinating. And uh, I always enjoy talking to you. My God, this is, this is overwhelming. Thank you for <laughs> phrase. Like, I'm like when you see those memes of like the person getting compliments and then they look like awkward out like this is me my compliments this is like that's me right there I'm like oh god <laughs> thank, thank you for all the compliments I appreciate this appreciate absolutely this, man. man and and they're all they're all true but um, yeah is there anything else you want to talk about anything else that you want to uh, promote that we haven't talked about today hmm I think we might have hit everything just I'm doing Twitch I'm doing YouTube I'm doing photography. <laughs> Try and peep all of those things out right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, creative-wise, that's pretty much it. Um, the Tofu Waifu Trinity right there. The Tofu, the Holy Trinity <laughs> of Tofu Waifu right there. I like that. I didn't think about that before, but now I'm sitting here like, <laughs> like that. They go with that. All right. <laughs> I love it. All righty, guys. Uh, Tofu Waifu Production, Tofu Waifu Photography, Tofu Waifu Gaming. Check them all out. All these stuff will be in the article as well as your social media, but not your personal stuff. And, um, yeah, thanks for being here, man. Oh, not a problem. I'm glad that I could be here. The, the one thing I do want is uh, praise Harambe. Yeah, praise Harambe, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, the world the world was pretty awesome before Harambe, came, you know, was, was gone, was uh, taken from that's us. That's what I'm saying, dude. When he <laughs> died, it just set off a massive chain of events that has not been <laughs> then. Yep. And uh, hashtag praise Harambe. Thank you for listening in, you guys. You can check all of our shows and offerings on thegrandgeekgathering.com. All of our podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and any podcast app. If you can't find us, please let us know. And please rate and review if those apps or those services do offer rate and reviews. 
Um, also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I've been streaming on Twitch, as well as our Let's Plays on our YouTube channel. And you can find all the stuff about Tofu Waifu on our article on our website. The music is provi- has been provided by Midnight Shinigami. Have a wonderful week. Come join the gathering and GGG.